Good morning. Today's scripture reading is John chapter 12, verses 20 through 30. I'll be reading the NIV. Now, there were some Greeks among those who went up to worship at the festival. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, with a request. Sir, they said, we would like to see Jesus. Philip went to tell Andrew. Andrew and Philip, in turn, told Jesus. Jesus replied, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant also will be. My Father will honor the one who serves me. Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? No, it was for this very reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it, and will glorify it again. The crowd that was there and heard it said it had thundered. Others said an angel had spoken to him. Jesus said, this voice was for your benefit, not mine. Thank you, Jack, for reading today's scripture for us. We are nearing the end of our Lenten worship series again and again, and we have learned that just like an ampersand's curly shape, we move in and out of the different parts of our Christian journey throughout our lives. We see and we experience stories of suffering and brokenness, and at the same time, in the midst of all of this chaos of life, we are reminded of God's love as God meets us wherever we are again and again, and God shows us the way. Last week, we were reminded that God does everything first and foremost out of love. And God challenges us to live in, rooted in that unconditional love, too. This week, we take that one step further and recognize that through that unconditional love, everything in our lives changes and we are reformed. This morning, we had the opportunity to celebrate a bap baptisms of three beautiful children. And we acknowledged that God's grace is already at work in their lives. And that God loves them unconditionally right now. And when those children are older, they will have the opportunity to confirm what their parents proclaimed on their behalf today and they and recognize God's love at work in their lives and then confess that it's through Jesus that they find wholeness, not anything that the world tries to pawn. And it's this, this claiming the name Christian and deciding to walk as a disciple of Jesus, that's where the rubber meets the road, where things start to get interesting, because that's when Reformation begins. Reformation is this journey of letting the old fall away and something new to emerge. 
so that we are then drawn deeper and deeper into the heart of God. We are currently in the midst of a reformation, both in our personal lives, as a church, and also our world as a whole. We have been living through history. The year 2020 will be remembered as a year of pandemic and protest and pressure. Everything was changing, and yet too much still remained the same. The unrest was almost constant. And it helps us to understand the situation that Jesus was walking into that week before his crucifixion. Today's scripture actually comes right after the moments of Jesus walking in that march into Jerusalem. And the air was tense with this, this righteous anger that these occupied Jewish people, they remembered God's liberation of their ancestors long ago. And they were anxious for Jesus to lead them to this new restoration. And as more and more people vied for Jesus' time, remembering and knowing all of the miracles that he performed, Jesus confirms in today's scripture, yes, I am the long-awaited Messiah. And it's time for the people, and he shares that day what is at stake. The paraphrase in the message puts it this way. Listen carefully. Unless a grain of wheat is buried in the ground, dead to the world, it's never any more than one grain of wheat. But if it's buried, it sprouts, and it reproduces itself many times over. In the same way, anyone who holds on to life just as it is, destroys that life. But if you let it go, reckless in your love, you'll have it forever, real and eternal life. If any of you wants to serve me, Jesus says, then follow me. Then you'll be where I am and ready to serve at a moment's notice. The Father will honor and reward anyone who serves me and serves with me. And then we see that this, this voice thunders down from heaven, the voice of God saying, I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again, confirming Jesus' identity, that he is the chosen one. Jesus tells the people that day, Anyone who holds on to this life, just as it is, destroys that life. But if you let this life go, reckless in your love, you'll have it forever real and eternal. They must give up their life as they know it and follow Jesus in order to gain a new life that they so desperately desire. This reminds us that change, even when it's welcomed, it means death. <laughs> I know, it's so difficult to recognize. Change, even when it's welcomed, means death. This is part of the symbolism that is, surrounds baptism. Going under the water and dying to yourself, and then coming back up out of the water and being reborn with this new life in Christ. And it's in this new life in Christ that we are then able, if we're willing, 
to be reformed, not focusing on our own desires and what we want, not, do, not focusing on the immediacy of life, but instead on this being reckless in our love so that others might know Christ through us. This past year, we have been pushed into this moment of restoration. And we've been forced to take a good, hard look at how we do things, considering how we spend our time, what's actually important to us, and how we want to live our lives. This is where the rubber meets the road. Do we want to continue to be reformed? This is the question. Living into this new reality that's unfolding before our eyes, no matter how uncomfortable that newness might be, or do we want to go back to the comfort of what we knew before? Change even when it's welcomed. It means death to something else. So as we are faced with creating this new normal, I don't know about you, but most of the time I'm just plain scared because I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what this is going to look like. Reformation, reforming, it's hard. But if we remember last week and all that God is and all that God gives us is rooted in love, then it doesn't become as scary anymore. So the question remains, are we willing to risk loving ourselves, loving our church, and loving our world so recklessly with this unconditional love of Christ that we are willing to reform it in and with that love? Because it's only then, when we are willing to live out of the reckless, crazy, unconditional love of Jesus, that we will be transformed and that this world will be the kingdom of God once again. Amen. Now I invite you to share any joys or concerns that you might have. Um, know that if you share them in the comment section on Facebook, that they're out there for the world to see. And so um, just be comfortable with that. And we ask that you only share first names. And if you want a more private way of sharing joys and concerns, please, um, you can use the prayer request on the website. And that is a way that you can email us directly and we can be praying with you and for you throughout the week.
a few prayers that have come through on Facebook. Um, Greg asked for prayers for all God's children and creatures. Shelley asked for prayers for Suzette, who is trying to continue life after the death of her husband. A prayer of joy and thanksgiving for this generous church family that we are able to deliver a van load of clothing to Marymount Hospital on Tuesday. And this morning, the rack and the bins are filled again. Stephanie asks for prayers as we start a new week to stay safe and stay healthy. And then Barb asks for prayers for her friend Maureen. Dana asks for prayers of comfort and healing and justice for our AAPI brothers and sisters. Prayers for the families of those who grieve this week. Kathy asks for prayers for her father, Bill Hart, as he goes into pre-op this Friday for heart valve replacement surgery on the following Monday. And I do want to encourage you to take time throughout the week, and you can come here and you can use our prayer wall. You can write on one of the slips of plastic and tie that to the ampersand and know that again and again, God hears our prayers, and God is, is praying with us, and we are praying with one another. And I do want to celebrate our, our baptisms this morning and uh, thank the family for being kind of our guinea pigs as we understand what it means to have people with us while we also live stream to those of you at home. It is a great way to remember that we are united wherever we are. Gail asked for prayers for her friend Glenn, diagnosed with cancer and undergoing surgery this week. Let us go to our Lord in prayer. Holy God, despite our wonderings and despite our distractions, despite the wrong turns that we take time and time again, God, you know us, and you love us. Today is a new day with you, and what a beautiful day it is. 
Let us live courageously with the knowledge that again and again we are forgiven. We are wholly united with you just as we are. And again and again we are reformed, made even better by you and your spirit within us. May the wisdom and the comfort of your spirit be poured out on those who we have lifted in voice and also on the many people and the situations that still rest on our hearts. And we pause now to pray silently to you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God, I'm thankful for little voices that remind us just how precious you are and just how precious we are in your sight. And we pray these things in Jesus' name as we pray the prayer that he taught his disciples. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As you leave this time together, may your mouth speak of God's goodness. May your arms hold those in need. May your feet walk towards justice. May your heart trust in its worth. May your soul dance in God's beautiful grace. And may this be your rhythm again and again and again until God's promised day. In the name of the lover, the beloved, and love itself, go in peace and not in pieces. Amen.